0: Lover's Squirrel. It's a long, sustained
1: quarrel. What's going on, world?
0: Hey, everybody. It's your
1: guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool.
0: And it's your girl, Danny, your completely content cockatoo. A
1: A -a cockatoo? Is that a bird? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it fits. Welcome to yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel.
0: Yes, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, if this is your first time, we welcome you. If this is your second time, welcome back. And if this is your third time listening you are now family or as tj likes to call you a lover yes
1: shout out to all my lovers out there
0: you guys this is probably going to be the most ecstatic you will ever hear tj on a recording of this show and that is because as we record on a late uh sunday night the la lakers have won the nba championship talk it Uh, number 17 with um
1: tied with boston tied with
0: boston i mean we've with, won
1: it for like the last like three four decades we've we won a championship
0: with lebron james being
1: the mvp the beginning of the dynasty
0: the well-deserved mvp my best friend in my head um yeah so oh it's, this a, was,
1: oh, it's, it's an amazing night you know listen so,
0: I know how you're doing.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm doing amazing. And I'm happy because you're happy. I don't want to, like, even if I have something negative to say, I'm never going to say it because it's just so much positivity. Like I said, my guy, Braun, won a championship. He brought it home for LA. Listen, for Kobe. It's been, yes, definitely, definitely for Kobe. But it's been some years of just bad juju. Juju, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's about a rebuilding. KCP gets his chip finally, you know what I mean? Like, who's KCP? Who's KCP, who's K? Can tell, uh, can something pope.
0: I you do. don't know him, I you do. don't know
1: basketball, though. So,
0: I don't it's know it's continuous, it very Codwell
1: well. Pope. There you go, KCP. Wh- who is he? He's an NBA champion
0: now, as of today,
1: as yes, as of today, He's the NBA champion. He's a player, yes, okay. What
0: uh, I I mean like you you were saying when we we were watching just then you were like Jason Kidd gets one and I know he don't play so he's like a coach right yeah okay so that's why I was like making sure because there's some like well known coaches yeah, too it's
1: Contavious Caldwell Pope there you go
0: good for him why is why is it special that he has a ring now
1: because he was with us during those bad years
0: oh so he hung on until
1: well I mean it makes sense I mean we paid him so okay. yeah but you know listen. Jared Dudley gets a chip. Quentin Cook gets a chip. Dwight Howard get a chip.
0: Megan's, I'm sure, in heaven about that. Javale
1: McGee get another chip.
0: Anthony Davis.
1: Anthony Davis get his first chip. Listen, we're starting a dynasty.
0: Ray John Rondo.
1: Ray John, you know, playoff Rondo. That's a real playoff. My guy Alex Caruso. Let me tell you, my guy Alex Caruso started off as a two way player, meaning that he was meaning that he was on the team, but he wasn't on a full contract. He was really contracted to play in the G League. Worked his way to a roster spot, got a start tonight in the last game, and helped us get a W. Listen, I'm just so ecstatic that my team got a chip.
0: And this, and I think it's a lot more meaningful aside from just it bringing a championship back to LA for the Lakers. It started a dynasty. You got LeBron, you got AD, you got all this stuff you like respect that. But my guy, I, what I was gonna say though is that I think too, it's like y'all did this on the backdrop of. The most volatile year in the in our lifetimes. Yeah,
1: there's gonna be some people who's gonna try to say like it doesn't count because it was it was during the pandemic. Oh, and they can so eat a dick. You, so there's gonna be a lot of that stuff too. At the end of the day, listen, my guy Brown got four NBA. I, I and I and he's I argue that it's harder. The first player to have a Finals MVP with three different teams. Everybody was talking about Kawhi Leonard and you know, all this other stuff and. You know, the Clippers thought that they was gonna be the the team in LA. Clippers will never be the team in LA. It's Lakers town.
0: Ever since Quincy's dad cheated on his mom, the Clippers have never.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's get on this elevator.
0: All right,
1: all right. You gonna go first,
0: Was that, that that was TJ's elevator, y'all? He went up, 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 up to the I penthouse.
1: Mean, well, no, I, I mean, I mean, I. So before we decided to wait, so I can watch my team, I, it would have been, you know. We're going out because the Lakers was going to win i already said that it was going to win but um we had a great weekend um that was my time with our nephews mm-hmm. and um it's different when you get to spend time with your nephews without their parents or mm-hmm. without other family you get to just kind of see their dynamic and you build your own dynamic mm-hmm. um so i i really enjoyed that opportunity to bond with them on different levels and Mm -hmm. different ways and you know so Mm -hmm. i just you know i'm really big on family and you know Mm -hmm. i feel like family is like the only thing that's (coughs) constant it may not be for everybody but i feel like for the most part family is always constant and Mm -hmm. um i feel our success is because of the families that we come from and the families that we have that allows us to to be successful you know i always say that you know parenting with tatum was easy for me because we had our village Mm -hmm. if we didn't have our village i could see how couples break up i can see how you know i can see how things negative happen because you know when you're doing it by yourself as opposed to having a village you know it's hard so i said you know a lot but
0: it's okay you're excited um that was also my elevator so we've been going up for the entire first part of this show which is awesome um yeah spending time with our nephews and Tatum and them having like you know so one of our nephews is 13 and our, well the two that were over is 13 and the other one is five so um obviously my our younger nephew is closer in age with Tatum so now they're like instant playmates and you know it was just really nice like I you know we had all these good conversations and we got to hang out and we got to do different things we went to the outlet and then we went to the pumpkin patch and you get to see like their personalities and come through and their interactions with each other and like tj said too like it's something to be said sometimes when you interact with your other relatives like without their authority figure nearby it's like you get this like uninterrupted quality time and you know it's really needed especially with our young black boys and girls like they need to feel that love and that support and just be like in the and safe you know and because that's just not something that they get
1: that's my other up too. other
0: you know all the way around because you know our like our 13 year old nephew is the same height as tj and what he's bigger than me now he, well he's bigger than you now too because of the, you know since um the surgery but like he's always been mistaken as being significantly older than what he is because of his size and his stature and it's it's so important that in a world that doesn't humanize black boys that at least their village does like he is not a perfect kid but he is like so emotionally intelligent he has like he's like he's a, he's always willing to try new things. He's, you know, sometimes overconfident to a fault. Um but, and then he, you know, and he's a he's like a, a chef. Like he has this like he has like a his palate like he has he can taste all the flavors and something and like tell you what you need, tell you what you, what's good and what's not and it's just like, yo, he is this whole person. And I'm rambling at this point, but I'm just like it it was something as small as like a weekend shopping and pumpkin patch trip and some watching some movies as a family was like so dope and watching I can't
1: movies to... as, a, as a family.
0: Okay, I what we were watching movies as a family. You and him were watching a movie as uncle and nephew, and I was watching a movie as auntie and uh, auntie and and her. Yes, I was with me myself and I just... for for forty five minutes to an hour.
1: I, I'm listen. Because this, this one said that movies with we us. were
0: in spirit, we, oh, we were you. we were all on the same vibe of <laughs> watching movies I'll, I'll got you. in the comfort of our own home. Tell
1: me anything, sis. Whatever. My other up was that uh, Charm City Kings was a really good movie, and I think that um, yeah, it was well directed. It it, it it was visually it was visually good. The, the storyline was good. There was a message in there that I feel like you know you can watch with a young person and and you know it was something that he wanted to see because he's like into dirt bikes and everything Mm -hmm. but i was able to kind of connect with him based off the storyline on like choices and that's what the movie kind of showed you and and you know i i thought it was a really good movie and it may be like in my like top movies that I would like watch again type situation like it could be in repeat it, it, it was solid to me so
0: nice I've heard great things about it I can also find let you know that it's safe to report that the humor from the film I watched the Adams Family has held up over the last almost what 27 years or something like that so with that
1: we that so random
0: Because you were talking about the things that were great about the movie you watched. I'm telling you the things that were great about the movie I
1: watched. Okay.
0: It's still funny. Honestly, Morticia and Gomez Adams also kind of like relationship goals. Like, all they do, I mean, it may be a little bit like obsessive compulsive, but like they are so into each other. And they like encourage each other and they affirm each other all the time. They, like, yeah.
1: Maybe you could pick up some things from that. As could you? What I affirm you all the time.
0: Yeah, but you also sometimes, you know, chip away at my.
1: Do I chip away at you, or do you, or, or do I say something, and then you go in your head and feel like it's an attack? Just inquiring.
0: Depending on the m- instance, it could be. Because I don't think I it ever could be say one or the other. To,
1: Attack you. If I was younger, maybe I was wild. But. Yeah,
0: you said some reckless shit, but you know, yeah, we'll just <laughs> we'll say that you do affirm me. And sometimes you say things that you don't mean to hurt, but they hurt. And then sometimes, on rarer occasions, you say things to hurt that hurt because you meant them to hurt.
1: I haven't. And so have I. You gotta love.
0: What's the last thing I said to you that hurt your feelings?
1: That's so random. I don't. I don't know. I didn't.
0: Have I ever hurt your feelings?
1: All the time.
0: No, be serious. Have I ever hurt your feelings in all the
1: years we've been together? I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah, you def. I mean, you definitely have. I remember. I mean, recently when when you gave me what I gave, what I've given you, it's like, oh shit. Oh. Someone being mean. This shit ain't fun. Oh, what was I saying? I don't uh, remember, but you were like... Was it
0: what I was saying or how I was acting? I
1: don't remember. I don't remember, but I remember that it gave me... You vibes. Yeah, and I didn't like it, so...
0: Okay. All right. Well, we are going to jump right into our relationship tip of the week. Um,
1: I'm going to start. Okay. Because you don't... I no I have mine. I was just reading. So mine is say what you mean. And that tip, relationship, friendship, whatever, uh, it came from me and Danny. Um she was angry at me. She was angry, but she didn't say she she wouldn't say why she was angry. Um and I had to like fish. So what I had is say what you mean. If you angry, say it. It's not fair to make others fish to see what's going on, because that's how I felt. I felt like You know she was mad we talked about it last week she was mad at what me and um her brother-in-law was saying our brother-in-law was saying and it was like you're mad at me but you're you know i'm thinking okay she's mad at the moment the next day she's still mad the next day she's still mad but it was just like i had to like ask all these questions to figure out that she was mad over some over what transpired and I just felt like that wasn't fair, so that's why I think that like if you're if you're mad, say that you're mad. So that way, people know. That way, people aren't trying to be nice or friendly, and they're gonna get and they're gonna get your ass to kiss. So,
0: can I ask a question? Sure. Am I, or is a person? I should say. Do you feel like it's permissible for a person to say, "I'm mad," but I'm not gonna. I don't. I can't get into why right now. Or I don't want it to get don't want to get into why right now. Because, That's fair. Because I'm thinking about how sometimes I get very I when I shut off and shut down. Sometimes it's because I'm trying to keep it together because I know as soon as I part my lips and I try to speak, I'm gonna like cry. And but, but I. But if know, you gonna cry, you
1: gonna cry. Yeah, but like if, I've always told it, you. It, but it's it it is. What I affirm you, your feelings.
0: Yes, but it still doesn't. it doesn't. I don't always affirm my own feelings about it. So that's why, that's so that's why it's hard. If sometimes. you would have
1: told me, or what I'll say is going forward, if you tell me I'm yes, angry I mean. right now and I need time, then at least I know not to not to mess with you or not to mm-hmm. talk to you unless that's something to do with our daughter during this time frame because you are angry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to me thinking like, oh, everything is good. And you're like, no, I'm I'm still mad. You know what I mean? So-
0: Okay, so my relationship tip is for each and every one of us to remember to try to remind remind ourselves when we're in in more intense situations, how fragile we all are right um, in general and then especially now. And I you know, I think about it like sometimes like, we for, we just forget that people are emotional creatures and that people are have feelings and sometimes like you you know you just got to kind of decide like is it really worth doing this and like you know wrecking someone's entire mood vibe day whatever and or like is it absolutely necessary basically and if it's not then maybe you don't because like we're all fragile there's a lot on our shoulders there's a lot running around in our heads right now on GP like your household shit but like everybody's lives have been like upended in some way shape or form so you know if we're not as on it as we normally are if we're not as perceptive if we're not as whatever we just remember that it's because sometimes we're a little bit fragile so we might break a little easier or crack a little easier under pressure and um and I say that too because like I had a really rough week kind of like on the emotional front last week um and I'm better now but you know it, it's the week started off with me and TJ having a kind of a spat and then even though I eventually got over that it was like other it was still like it still it still seemed like to me like me and TJ were like not in alignment like we weren't arguing anymore but we weren't like in sync we weren't like vibing off of each other our our energy was off and because of that like things it seemed like tj's temperament was like a little bit shorter with me and then it felt like the and for me it felt like the things that he was saying were just like stinging more than they might have normally um and at the same time like it was so weird because i'm like yo i'm upset with him in a way some capacity still But also TJ at the same time is realizing something's not right with me and saying, calling it for what it is and then trying to like help me with it. And it's really hard to sometimes like process how the same person that kind of got you not or contributed to where you were in your, your low, like fucked up mood. The same person that's one of the people that's helped you get there is also the same person that's trying to help you get out and yeah like i had it took me a minute of like real like reflection to like process that kind of notion and and made me think like damn like we really like a little bit more maybe some of us are more a little more high strung right now and that's okay cuz it's fragile right now i know i talked for a very long time with that and i hope i made sense y'all but um that concludes the relationship tip portion of the show um. Now, it is time for our Black History Month fact. Um, shall I go first? You okay. can. Okay, I'm gonna keep it short. So, um, and I didn't do for tomorrow the 12th. I just did for the, something for the month of October. So, on October 6th, 1917, voting and women's rights activist and my soror Fannie Lou Hamer was born. So. Shout out to Happy Birthday to Sora Fanny Lou, and thank you for all of the work that you did to get us where we are today.
1: So mine is Wilt Chamberlain died. Hmm. W- October twelfth,
0: nineteen ninety nine. Wilt is still is that was that did he have that nickname?
1: I think he did.
0: Okay, because I thought I was making that up.
1: <laughs> um. So that was a fact that I came across. I also. So I came across two other facts that I so go go off. Let me go off. Ramble, let me ramble like my wife do. Feel me? Um, Jesse James Payne was lynched in Florida, mm. and Bummer. this was in like 1945, I think Jesus. it was. Got in 1945, um, and I'm guessing this was a historical fact because. During that time, lynchings wasn't as it wasn't being it wasn't as prevalent as it used to be, mm-hmm. and this was like the a major lynching yes. that happened to an African American during this time, and I also thought it was funny because it was Florida, and it's like
0: Florida gone Florida. Florida
1: always have something going wrong with them, so
0: Florida going Florida.
1: And I also wanted to use that fact because again, the fact that it's like nineteen forty five is like how many years ago? It was like
0: 75. 75 like
1: seventy five seventy-five, I think. It's just wild that like you know that we were being lynched, like the idea of lynching, and speaking of Danny talked about Lovecraft, whatever it was it called? Country. Lovecraft Crunchy. And if you seen last week's episode and they showed like how Emmett Till was mm-hmm. murdered, and I don't typically feel like triggered, triggered, mm-hmm. but that was triggering. A hundred and like Fifty percent triggered the shit out of me.
0: That's interesting. Saying I, that to say, I, I, I wasn't like, triggered
1: yeah, by it. Oh, I was extremely triggered by it because it was
0: happening to a white woman. I, could, I, was like, I got, I got the point that they were making, but I was able to like
1: disassociate. So you were able to disassociate that because it was happening to a white person, but you can't disassociate an artist from music. No.
0: Okay. That's not the same thing but okay
1: to you to me it's you pick and choose but be great it's a false equivalency but go ahead <sighs>
0: go off sis
1: the last one is general jackson reneges on his promise uh in this war he went to the contest at new orleans that's a right new orleans new, new mm-hmm. orleans mm-hmm. um he enlisted 500 slaves he promised them freedom after they won the battle, he told them to go back to their masters. Cause he said that he couldn't afford to pay the masters and everything and Wow. Yeah, so bitch. <laughs> and that's my final fact. So Awesome.
0: Well, now it is time for TJ to try to stump me with his word of the week.
1: So my word of the week is
0: Does somebody have to pronounce it for you?
1: No, you jerk face. <laughs> the word of the week is eudaimonic.
0: Eudaimonic.
1: Conducive to happiness. Eudaimonic.
0: Eudaimonic. Eudemonic. Eudaimonic. 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 I have never heard of that word. So have... you
1: would like me to put it in a sentence? Sure. Seeing the Lakers win has led to TJ to be in a eudaimonic state of joy that lasted the entire day.
0: Eudaimonic state of
1: joy. Eudaimonic.
0: All right, what the hell? E-U-D-A-M-O-N-I-C. Eudaimonic.
1: You got it, bro. I did? You got it.
0: Are you not joking with me? No, you
1: got it. (laughs) Wrong. <laughs> Aww, you're so mean. Let's get it. About oh. one letter too.
0: Oh man.
1: You put the e. You put the a instead of the e.
0: Oh, so e u d e m o. <sighs> now I see it in my head now, and it does look make more sense. Oh, I should have went through all the vowels. Well. The streak ends for a little while, but I'll be back on top.
1: Way to get that out. And with that, we're going to go to a message from our sponsor, Gain Sports Care, and then we'll be back with the show. Hey, friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load & Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to GainesSportsGear.com and remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process.
0: And you too can embrace the process by going to GAINS, that's G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com and entering the code LOVERS10 when you buy your first purchase. And now, back to the show. All right. And we are back.
1: Back, back, back.
0: And so, I have um, a activity for us. Okay. Um, first of all, you know that I am a, an educator for life, um, and with a particular affinity for science as that was my area of instruction. I love it. And I actually found a scientific article that has to do with relationships and closeness. You with me so far? Sure. Am I selling it kind of well? I
1: don't know. Okay. Until you go.
0: All right. So, um, these um, scientists decided to do an experiment on closeness, and their article is actually called "The Experimental Generation of Interpersonal Closeness: A Procedure and Some Preliminary Findings." And the short of it is that they got six people, at least six people, and partnered the each like three with three on three. And each individual group of t- well, it was two yeah partners two partners each so yeah two three groups and so each partnership had to ask each other that they didn't know each other and they had to ask each other a series of like personal questions like to get to know you and then there was basically a measurement on how close they felt with the person from the time that they started to the time that they finished, um, and. According to the article, one of the couples or the partnerships were got so much closer to that point that they actually got married. But that's how they met, basically, in the science experiment.
1: Okay. You're saying like the couple met, like these two at, people. These two strangers met at, okay. at, the, I, at the experiment. I thought you were saying like two couples. No, no, no. Yeah. Swapped.
0: No. So no, I'm saying like. If me and you didn't know each other, we sat down, we're asking each other these questions so much so that we get to know each other to a deeper level. We date and then we get married. Okay. okay. So I thought, even though obviously you and I are as close as I guess two people can be who've been in a romantic relationship for 16 years, right? But I wanted to see if we felt closer to each other after we ask a couple of questions. I'll try it. Okay. I hope I sold, sold it well. At least to you guys. Even if TJ not really fucking with it. I said I wasn't fucking with I'm it. I'm not saying he wasn't fucking with it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. What are you saying, Danielle? Um, well, nothing right now. All right. So, they had several sets of questions. So, I'm going to, like, jump around to them. Now, I know sometimes you get a little impatient with these. So, how many questions should I ask?
1: we're gonna do it let's just do it
0: okay all right so question number one
1: I'm not playing no more (laughs) (laughs) I hate you
0: given the choice of anyone in the world whom would you want as a dinner guest
1: anyone in the world
0: anyone in the world
1: LeBron
0: okay for me um
1: or Drake I I, I, was Drake was in my head for you LeBron or Drake Nah, we gotta switch stands at the 2.
0: <laughs> okay, so my So, one... I'm
1: gonna ask Drake first, right? But if mm-hmm. Drake is busy... Nah, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna ask... Damn, that's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Braun first. But if Braun is busy, Drake's right there. That's my 1A1B right there. But oh yeah, that's
0: tough. Um, I'd probably be on
1: Yeah, Beyonce. I mean, it makes sense.
0: Okay. Next question. Um... Okay, if you were able to live to the age of 90 mm-hmm. and retain either your mind, sorry, and retain either the body or the mind of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Said it again. Okay, if you lived, if you knew that you were going to live to the age of 90, right, uh-huh. would you retain would you either, would you retain the op- option of having the mind of a 30-year-old or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of those 90 years?
1: That's tough.
0: I said mine.
1: Mind, yeah. I'd rather be able to be sharp. I mean, if I'm old, I'm just old. It yeah. is what it is.
0: Okay. Um. Tell your partner the funniest thing that ever happened to you when you were a small child.
1: Funniest thing that happened to me? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember this, but I'll probably say when I threw all my uncle's tapes (laughs) out the window. Like all his tapes and clothes. I was like three years old, and I thought that that was the thing to do.
0: TJ was... Three years old, be babysat, and what floor did you live on in your apartment building? Eighteen, the eighteenth floor of an apartment building, y'all. And his uncle was babysitting him while his parents were out. And then his mother gets a call, I guess at work, or somebody gets a phone call. My
1: parents weren't out; my, they were at work. My, oh, my they uncle were at work. Was, was watching me. Okay,
0: they get a call at work, and they're like, "Some is another uh, person that lives in the building," and they no, call.
1: It was the management. Company that lived in the building.
0: Oh, so they That's called the your mother, right?
1: Yeah, they called mother, and they
0: were like, "Is anyone watching TJ?" Because
1: no, they called her and they asked. They called her and they, and they asked her, "Did did she leave me home alone?" <laughs>
0: because that. Well, I mean, at that point, it might as well have been.
1: Watch your mouth. Now you're being disrespectful. <laughs> no, I'm
0: not. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh wait, what was the funniest story of me as a child? Um, probably the time. One of the funniest ones, I think, was, from, was probably the time I handcuffed my ankles together.
1: I thought you were going to say when you bit your finger. That was my. That was
0: going to be my first one, but I thought about the ankle.
1: By the time you peed on your father because you was afraid
0: of Oh, <laughs> that one. Yo, why are you... Oh, so you just remember all my embarrassing stories. That's not really
1: embarrassing.
0: First of all, I was three, and I was not prepared for that orangutan to jump on the hood of the car, and he scared the pee out of me, literally. So um all right here's some questions from set two um hmm. who is your favorite actor of your own gender describe a favorite scene in which this person has acted
1: favorite actor in my own gender
0: yeah so a favorite male actor
1: Oh, um, that's tough. I would probably say Leonardo DiCaprio. Mhm. I was watching um, Catch Me If You Can last night and I'm just like, yo, every every role that he's like in he just did. he becomes like it's not Leonardo DiCaprio, that's whoever that character is. Mm-hmm. So. And then what was the second part of the question?
0: And what was a What was his favorite scene that person's acted in?
1: Favorite scene. Probably when he was in Titanic and he gave that heifer that uh, (laughs) his uh, piece of the the boat. The wooden door. They could have both fit. They could have. She was selfish. That just shows you how selfish women can be. You
0: shut your ass up. I'm just saying. No uh, white women. Um, (laughs) Women. (laughs) Okay, my... I'd have to say Angela Bassett. And, I mean...
1: She has some classics, too. Yo,
0: I'm thinking about... Wait to exhale I'm thinking about what's love got to do with it like it might me it might have to be the monologue from waiting to exhale she feels like she was like because you don't want them to be improperly influenced Well guess what John you're the motherfucking improper influence. she went the fuck off she did it. oh she was so good so I'll say that one okay um. See, Set two questions. Mm -hmm. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know?
1: Say it one more time.
0: If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know?
1: That is tough, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you find out what it is, you may like, it may change you from doing whatever you're going to do, and therefore, you're going to change that outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, if they say, you know, you're going to be a millionaire, now you may, you know, start saving your money a different way or, or, or you know what I mean? Overanalyze your Yeah. Decisions. So, yeah. I wouldn't want to know. Anything? Yeah. I
0: know one thing you'd want to know. What? How many kids are you gonna have? No. You don't even want to know that? Huh.
1: I mean, because whatever God's gonna give me is is, is what He's gonna give me, re- realistically. So um. if, if the next one is the last one, then that's the last one. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I probably get that from my mother. Like. Like tarot card readings and stuff like that. She's always been like superstitious. Like, so.
0: Oh, I've done those.
1: Yeah, I know. But, and you've played the Ouija game and stuff it like that. You did
0: that one time and then never again. Well, I'm, yeah. I didn't know really what it was. Well, I learned.
1: But, you know, so I think for me, it's kind of like whatever's going to happen, let it happen, as opposed to trying to figure it out or getting an inside scoop in it. Um, but if I had to ask, maybe I'll say, you know. What age? No, see, I wouldn't. I, I would just say what age I would and die. But again, now that would make me be like, I, don't I ain't going at, nowhere. Yeah. I'm staying right here forever. Like you know what I mean? So,
0: I think the only thing I would want to know that I feel like would be not harmless, but like not terrible. Would be, do I? What, how do I want to phrase this? Do I do maybe like do I lead a happy life? Do I continue to lead a happy life?
1: The only way I, I would so I, I, I want to amend my statement. Only way I would want to. Only way I, I would participate is if I can preface. <laughs> so if I can be like, if I continue living my life the way I've been living my life, and then ask that question. To kind of see, you know what I mean. So like, if I continue doing what I'm doing, will I get to this level? Mm-hmm. And then that way, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't act something that would make me overanalyze the situation.
0: True. So here's like a twofer. So it's another thinking one. What is your most treasured memory? And then also, what is your most terrible memory?
1: Treasured memory have a twofer okay um i would say our wedding day is a treasured memory Mhm. um and when seeing tatum born mm-hmm. um those would be the
0: my, best, best my, days of your life
1: my best days and a close runner-up mm-hmm. would be seeing my mother with tatum like Mhm. When they were together, it was just like I don't know. It did something to me. Mm. It, it really did. So, and yourself? Uh, oh, sorry. I, I gotta say,
0: most terrible memory.
1: Uh, most terrible. I'd probably say when I was like a, when I was a kid and I would go to like to my family's um, Christmas and it's like. I didn't get gifts, you know, because mm-hmm. my family you know,
0: yeah, were stable, they gave
1: us stuff, so it was kind of like, yeah, I don't need anything, so it was you know what I mean, and it was just kind of like as a kid, I didn't understand it, I mean, as an adult, I do understand it, mm-hmm. but as a kid, I didn't really understand that aspect, and yeah, to me, that was just mm-hmm. uneasy,
0: I understand. Um, my most treasured memory, yeah, I I might have to go with you on the two for our wedding it was so much fun, y'all, oh, it was so much fucking fun, and then Tatum, like, being in the, in the world, even though, like, I, it was treasured because of her, but it was not treasured because of me, if that makes sense, because, like, I was exhausted, and tired, and drugged up, and, Sweaty and everything else, like that, and just confused and everything. So, while that wasn't for me, but like the day itself was amazing because she made our little family. Um, and uh, my most terrible memory, I guess, yeah, I mean, my dad dying because
1: I think it's you with. I don't really
0: think there's nothing really more you can say than that, cause you know that's a that's a that's that was a a, a new kind of heartbreak that I never experienced before, and um, still experience. It just kind of gets a little quieter, but you can still hear it cracking. Mm-hmm. But. All right, not to bring down the mood, um, let's do, mm, all right, let's do some set three questions so we're not here all night. Um,
1: Danny's trying to find some more questions. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time, saying things you might not say to someone. Well, it says you've just met, but I guess we'll just exclude that last
1: part. Um, I feel like I've told you everything. I I would like anything I would say in a private or not tell you. I would, I would have told you. But I guess that question makes sense if it's like a brand new couple. But you know. You're smart. You're funny at times. Um, you're strong. You you have a, you have an amazing mind to me, um, and I I you know I lucked up with you, and you challenge me, but you allow me to be myself. You're patient. You're just everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you how do i follow that you're you know you're you're funny and you're smart and you're hard working and you're you're so caring like you will do anything for anyone you love even if it's sometimes you talk about them while you're doing it, but it's still like, there's just no like, your heart is just never too... your heart is always big enough to like accommodate everybody. And you know, you're so loyal and you care and you're passionate. And you're tender. And that is all I have to say. And that was way more than three. You know how I, I said all, those, you said all those things about me, and I said thank you, and I said, and I said all, and I said all these really nice things about you.
1: Appreciated love. <sighs>
0: Niggas. Okay.
1: I don't care what they say about you, it's not true love.
0: I'm so done with you. Okay. Um. How many
1: more questions is there, sis? All right. Maybe I should find these questions. We, to no, I, here's, gonna be,
0: here's the last one. I'm sorry. No,
1: no. I, I don't mind answering the questions. I'm saying okay. you can't find no questions. If
0: you were to die this evening... Oh, my God. so
1: <laughs> morbid.
0: <laughs> if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? why haven't you told them yet
1: oh my gosh
0: because i don't know the answer to that question for you
1: um i'd probably say something to like my best like probably speak to my best friend will um you know we haven't talked as much as we used to Mm -hmm. um And, you know, I'm always the one who's reaching out and stuff like that. So I think that's probably like that would probably be the only thing. Like, because it's just like you grew up with somebody and when you're not on the same wavelength, it's kind of like you get that uneasy feeling or you're like in a weird space because kind of like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. But you also could just be that someone's super busy right Mm. and you got to be mindful of those things like so i try not to make it personal but it's like it's hard not to be personal so Mm. that's probably the only thing but i I mean whenever i speak to people always you know well my family always tell them i love them when i hang up and stuff like that so i'm always saying love you so i it wouldn't be like one of those things um
0: I guess, so I know mine isn't like, I technically wouldn't ever be able to do that because there's, but here's what, here's my thinking with this one. If I were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, I'd most regret not having told Tatum everything that I could tell her and share with her about how it is to live in this crazy world and how to, Prepare for it. Like I know that. Like obviously, you can't give every lesson that's ever known to man to your kid because it just it's impossible. But I would, you know, I would regret not being able to like tell her I love her a thousand million trillion times of more than all the stars and all the skies and all that stuff like that because. She deserves to know it every second of every day of her life. So, I didn't mean to be... But
1: But I thought the question said that something you would tell, like, what you would say and why haven't you done it.
0: But at this point in my life, there isn't anything I haven't said to someone that I need to say. So, I went with that angle. Got you. All right. Let's do an easy one so we don't have to think so hard. Okay. Okay. Um when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else?
1: Sing to myself. Mm-hmm. I sing to myself every day. <laughs> you
0: sing to yourself all the fucking time. DJ be just out of nowhere, be silent. He'd be like Be <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're an asshole. You are letting out my secrets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he like, Yada ha <laughs> Okay. So when's the last time you sang to someone else?
1: I thought it said, or.
0: Well, it said, no, it said, it was like, question mark, and then to someone else, question mark. So, that actually gotcha. means
1: both. Um, I don't know. I feel like I tried to serenade you, like, two weeks ago, and you paid me no mind. I didn't. That
0: was when I was mad.
1: Okay, see? So.
0: I remember. Okay. Uh, the last time I was to myself was today. Because I was having a little concert in the bathroom. You were. And um
1: you surely were let the door open and everything
0: i know you, you scared the shit out of me because you slammed the door and i thought i, I, was, not by, I, the thought door. I was by i thought i was by my i closed i thought the door. i was by myself it was just tatum in the tub and me in the shower and it was like all of a sudden i heard the door closing in the middle of my little concert and i was like holy shit
1: but it, i did not slam the door you're lying it,
0: okay it was loud tj <laughs> it was <loud. laughs> it was not loud it was loud it was loud okay so Whatever. yeah and i was like in an old school vibe i was listening to like really old songs and um it made me like it was fun because like i usually listen to podcasts when i'm in the shower so the fact that i was like listening to actual songs and singing along is not common for me and i had fun um and then the last Wait, what was the question?
1: The last one was when? When did you last sing serenade? to so- someone yeah. else? Not never. Uh, Not to me. I Sorry, have set- Tatum. I have serenaded. Would have definitely been Tatum.
0: Oh yeah, it was yeah Tatum. Because I, I have to sing to her. Uh, Where the north wind meets the sea. All of that, all the fucking time. All right, let's do one more. What is your favorite holiday and why?
1: Favorite holiday and why? I would probably say Christmas now because I have a, a kid and I'll get to see her reaction. For me, Christmas wasn't the same mm. as in the which is another day, a day off, or, you know, it just wasn't the same. But when Tatum was two, no, two, we were in Orlando, right? hmm So then one. I mean, two as well. But one, she, we was, she was moving. And, you know, we got up early in the morning. And it was just, it was a whole event for me. It was like, yeah, your mother came, your sister came. And we got to see Tatum at one year's old, excited about ripping paper. Because at, at that time, mm-hmm. that's really what it was all about. Yeah, not just, just Tatum. Paper. No, This Tatum is like. Wear my shit. Oh! have an idea
0: i want a
1: and then you know
0: you're like where are you going to the store can you bring me back something
1: oh yeah <laughs> yeah tatum thinks that we packages her she thinks whenever she goes out she deserves a gift and that's because danny and her family be enabling <laughs> and weird. my family be enabling
0: we went to the disney store this weekend and i told the two little ones tatum and i, had to nephew, spend I said one toy each and TJ buys them, like, seven toys.
1: Because I had $50 in Disney cash, and you had to spend at least $100. So, we had to hit the budget <laughs> so I can get this money back. I'm
0: done with you. Come on. All right. So, my... I definitely love the. think the Christmas one is high up, but my, I think my favorite holiday is Halloween. It's just about having fun and it, you know, you get to dress up and be silly and laugh and like watch scary movies. And just like, it's just a night of everybody kind of being, mostly everybody being on like the same page about having a good time and it's like way more fun as an adult like you know because when the world was open you know once upon a time we would go down to fells point and we would be like at the bars and everybody would be out and about and it was just so much fun and it was just a night to relax and nobody to and the thing is like this with halloween no one takes themselves that seriously and that's why i think i really like it makes sense so with that said
1: Halloween is an exciting time but go ahead
0: I'm gonna conclude our experiment now I know that this is obviously you guys a little bit different cause we've known each other for a very long time and these people in the study were perfect strangers but
1: do you feel closer?
0: I do do you feel like you learned something about me tonight that you didn't know specifically?
1: no not really I do okay you feel like you did for me.
0: I feel like I learned something from you. Okay. But you feel like you already knew all this about me.
1: I feel like I did. I'm trying to, hold on. I'm trying to go through everything that you said. You said a lot. should be rapping. <laughs> but, yeah. I Now I remember. I would say it would be um, you not telling Tatum because I feel like you did because no one kind of thinks about the future of them. Yeah, no. I know. I know I didn't
0: properly answer the question, but that's no, just from my mind. No, well, you pro- you answered the question
1: based off of how you interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that because it, it made me say, damn, is it someone in my family that I didn't tell the world to or, you know, what I mean, that I didn't guide, you know, like. Should I reach out to all my nephews and give them more games? Should I be, like, telling different things? So it it, it wasn't a bad question. It, was, it just made me kind of, like, as I was trying to remember what you said, I'm like, when you answered the questions, you went, like, deep, deep. I did. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do, though. That's what I'm telling you. I told you earlier. You're amazing. Like, the way you think, the way that you can pick apart things or the way that you can, like, See something, or see, like, yeah, you can see something and you get the context clues and you're able to just pick it up. Whereas somebody else, they, they need tutorials, but you'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I figured that out, you know? So, thank you.
0: Well, guys, I hope you, if even if TJ can't and I can't feel any closer than we already are, I hope you all feel closer to us because this is going to wrap up yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. You know that you can find us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can find us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. And you know you can email us any of your questions, comments, concerns to Lover's Show at gmail.com. Make sure you like, share, follow, tag, do all of the things, subscribe, rate. Just do it and support <laughs> us. Thank you. Um, But as always, guys, I am your girl, Danny.
1: And I'm your guy, TJ.
0: And you know that we fuss.
1: We fight, but but we we love. love.
0: Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.